Picking up on the last two words on Nun Gimelamud Beis, Amar Rav, I fireboxed Rav. Uh, clearly, he's going to be uh, arguing with the fireboxed Rabbi Yochanan that we had the last year, which was on the end of the fifth line. So says Rav, Chazarnu al kol tzadim Meir. Uh, we went over all the different uh, places where Rabbi Meir, literally all the different sides of Rabbi Meir, all the different places he appears, and we were unable to find colon that yet Now, Rashi does a Kaloimar on that. Let's see the Rashi. Kaloimar. Squeal underline the Kaloimar and the Rashi. We're on the Rashi inside. Afal even though he did say that Bishoy is not going to work, we saw that on the Mishnah. Kama love Mishum It's not because he holds that Hektish Bishoyig ain Mishalel, which is kind of like what Yochanan wanted to say. Why is Rav insisting that that must be the case? We went over all the places where Meir has anything to say about Hektish. And we didn't find anywhere Sha'amar by Hektish Mishalel Bamezid. We never found such a thing. Kama, and I underline the next six words. Ella bein b'shoigig, bein b'meizid, mischalel. Okay. Velesnehu lahani taima de Yochanan. This is where Rashi's saying clearly that Rav does not hold the Rabbi Yochanan. Um, he doesn't hold of him. De le Rabbi Meir yesh me'ila b'mayiz hektesh v'keivan demal nafak lechulen. Since he was more over me'ila, the money went lechulen. Okay. Back in the Gemara, on the beginning of the third line, our Mishnah, which seems to indicate that B'Shoigig, it would not be a good Kiddushin, sounds like it's because it wasn't Mishalel, is talking about a very specific issue. Not the general Kodshim, but rather maybe Kutanot or Kasnois Kehuna Shaloibalo. It's talking about specifically the robes of the Kohanim that were not worn out, and they're still totally fitting to be used by a Kohen to do the Avoda, and as long as they're fitting to do the Avoda, there's no Me'ila if they are used, B'Shegig, for something not temple-worthy. Because when they originally are Makdish, those garments, they have in mind that the Kohen should be able to get Hana from them personal benefit, B'Shegig, Roundly that he doesn't have the intention to be mechal of them. Why? Because basically, if he's going to be wearing them, you're going to say every Kohen can wear it only while he's doing the Voda, but as soon as he's not doing the Voda for a split second, he has to take it off. No, they didn't want that, so they specifically had in mind that only if it was B'mezid, but not B'shoigig. Hoyo v'nitnu, back in the Gemara, end of the third line, Hoyo v'nitnu lihanes behen, since the, they're, they're made for the Kohen to get benefit from, meaning after he's finished doing his avodah, he'll still be wearing it and getting benefit. The Torah wasn't given to the angels. People um, have sometimes a, a little bit of time that's necessary to go from, if you're a Kohen, doing the avodah to not doing the avodah. Well, Tashma. I put a triangle on this Tashma. This is going to be a question on what Rav just said. Two lines later, in the middle of the line, is another Tashma. I put a triangle around that. And approximately eight, nine lines later, first words on the line of Rabbi Yehuda, that says, Tashma, I put a triangle around that. So this Amud is essentially going to be a series of Tanaic sources, which will question what Rav just said. So here is the first Tanaic source, Tashma, come in here, a Tanaic source that goes just under a line. Kasnais Kahuna, 
if you have the uh, the robes that the Kohanim wear when they're doing the Avodah Shebalu, Moal in Behen, there is Me'ila, uh, a person who misuses them, will violate misuse of Holy Temple property, Divrei Rebbe Meir. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, my love, should we not say, even those Tanaic source did say they're talking about Kohen Kutanos that were worn out, my love, well, if the worn out ones would be over Mila, my love, I feel loyal. Like, if they're not worn out, even the possibility of saying that it would be more of a reason that it would be over Mila. No, the Gemara answers, low, comma, in defense of Rav, the Bryce that we just quoted is Balu Dafka. Since they're worn out and they're not fitting to be used for Avoda anymore, then they're like regular hectish again, and you can't get any Hana from it. The Kohen is not going to be wearing it to do with the Avoda, so the ability for him to get uh, personal benefit uh, doesn't exist anymore. So, Tashma, we try again, another snake source. This one goes for three lines. Says this Brysa, um, this is talking about there were, um, say, big pushkas, boxes. They were maybe shaped like a chauffeur, so it was called a chauffeur, where people who would come would give their um, money, specifically the money, the uh, yearly chatzis uh, shekel that each uh, person, the Jewish people, would uh, donate. If you were bringing your um, money, and it's still for this year's uh, collection, it would go into one uh, uh, chauffeur. If you were, if you had to make up for last year because you didn't pay, it would go into another uh, so the uh, Tanaic source says, Moalin Bechadetin, um, there would be Me'ila if uh, somebody were to misuse the new coins, because the new coins are basically to be used for the Karbanos Tzibor uh, of this year. And uh, there'd be Me'ila for that. Ve'ein Moalin Be'atikin. But uh, there would be no Me'ila uh, if somebody used the money from the shover, from the box that was for last year's korbanos, um, basically, it's sort of like leftovers. And uh, it would be used, what would those funds be used for? Um, for like the uh, the walls of the uh, the city or the towers of uh, Jerusalem. And uh, basically funds to uh, keep the city up. Okay. Kama. That's a ton of kama. Rabbi Meir, Oimer, I boxed Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says, Moalin af be'atikim. I dot underline those three words, that there would be me'ila if somebody uh, took some of that money and misused it. Um, even the uh, money that's used, that, that came in because someone didn't pay last year, the old um, money. Shahai Rabbi Meir, Oimer, Moalin b'shiare halishka. Rabbi Meir used to say that there would be me'ila for even the leftovers, the funds that were not used in one year and were left over uh, till the next year. Now, that's the end of the Tanaic source. The Gemara takes about five more lines to develop its question on Rav. How am I? Now, why should that be? Nema, why don't we say, since that money has the ability to get a personal benefit from um, the same type of thing we saw by the robes was like the Torah wasn't given to angels. And, and what's the issue over here? What's the personal benefit that somebody can get from this? Well, it was used for the walls and the, um, the towers of, uh, of the city of Yerushalayim, connector, the walls of the city, and its towers, what, what funds were used to uh, pay for that? Well, from these leftover, um, funds from, uh, uh, if some was left over from the previous year, ditznan, like we see in the following Mishnah. It's a quote of a Mishnah in the Sechah goes for a life and a half. 
The walls of the city and the towers. Who, where does the funds come from? From the Shiyare Halishka. Okay, so uh, what, what do we see from here? Uh, apparently, there would be Mi'ila even for the, uh, the older ones, and the older ones are used for things that people get benefit from. Okay, that's a bit of a difficulty for the way Rav was explaining Rabbi Meir. So the Gemara answers, well, you know what? It actually wasn't Rebbe Meir. Lo Tema Rebbe Meir, the boxed name approximately six lines ago. Ella Ema, what it should say is Rebbe Yehuda. Now, the whole uh, opinion that Rav was giving was within Shittas Rebbe Meir. Once we say that this is a Rebbe Yehuda snake source, the question falls off. So the Gemara tries a third time. Tashma, come in here. Triangle this. Tisanya, the following Brisa. This Brisa goes for just under two lines. And again, it's going to be authored ostensibly, but it's going to be authored by Rabbi Meir. So I'm Rabbi Shmuel, or Rabbi Yitzchak, the Avne Yerushalayim. If you have, I guess, bricks or stones that were used to build Jerusalem that uh, were built into the wall, and every once in a while, uh, with time, uh, one of the stones might fall out. Shenashru, Moyal in Behen. Again, I don't line Moyal in Behen. There would be Me'ila, Divrei, and who's going to tell us this? None other than Rebbe Mayer, and I boxed Rebbe Mayer. Okay, uh, again, that seemingly would be a question. Well, like we answered for the previous, Tashma, this and also, Lotema, don't say that it's Rebbe Mayer. Elaema, rather, it should be Rebbe Yehuda. So the question is not a question of Rebbe Mayer, because it's not a Rebbe Mayer opinion. Well, one second, if we're going to make this Rebbe Yehuda, e Rebbe Yehuda, Kama, Yerushalayim, Mi, Mikadja? And uh, this is a question, I put a long question mark in the margin until the bottom line that takes uh, about six lines to develop, and here we go. So, according, if you want to say it's Rabbi Yehuda, was Yerushalayim even Kaddish in the first place, the walls of Yerushalayim? Question mark, comma, v'hatznan, we have a Mishnah. The Mishnah goes for about two and a half lines, the quote of it, that if somebody makes a declaration and he says that... Uh, Behold, like this uh, loaf of bread that I have should be one. These are uh, single words that he says, like keimra, like a um, like a sheep, which is used for a korban. Or he says kedirim, like the uh, corral that has hectic animals in it. Or keitzim, like uh, wood. Or keishim, like the fire. Or kehecha, like the sanctuary. Kemizbeach. These are all temple terms. Uh, the one we want to focus on is this one. Yerushalayim, I squiggle underline Ke Yerushalayim. In all these cases, what does Rabbi Yehuda say? Well, Rabbi Yehuda Imer, Kol Haimer Yerushalayim, Loi Amar Klum. If you say Yerushalayim, that you want it to be Yerushalayim, not Ke, but Yerushalayim, then that's an ineffective statement. Now, that's the end of the snake source, Vachitema. And if you want to try to say that the reason why it would be ineffective, because he didn't say Ke. Yerushalayim, rather just Yerushalayim, v'chitema mishum deloyamar, and I double underline the first letter here, ke, the chaf, ke Yerushalayim, that's not true, because we have another b'risa, which Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is clearly stated, v'hatanya, the b'risa goes till the last word on this amud, Rabbi Yehuda imer, kol ha'imer, quote, ke Yerushalayim, end quote, even the ke Yerushalayim, like Yerushalayim, loy amar klum, has basically said a statement which is ineffective, the, the nedr that the person's making, the declaration has to be something which itself can be offered in Yerushalayim. Okay, so 
clearly uh, Yerushalayim uh, wouldn't be something that would be made kadosh because it's uh, you can't in it. It has to be something that would be offered in Yerushalayim, like more of a direct carbon type thing. Bottom line, it seems like this can't be Rabbi Yehuda. Answers the Gemara. Well, it can be because there's Trey Tanoi, Ninu, two different later generation Tanaic opinions, Valiba de Rabbi Yehuda. Rashi says on the top line, Igalamandamar, there is one approach within Rabbi Yehuda that says Yerushalayim Mekadsha Ke Hektish, that the city of Jerusalem itself has the same level of Kadusha, like something that's sanctified for the temple, Sheim Yitol Me'avne Hachaim, if you I uh, want to take home uh, like a uh, souvenir from Yerushalayim. You take one of these stones of the wall, Livnois Bebesai, and you build it into your house back at home. Mal you'd be over me'ila. And there is another mandamri, mandamri, loy, mikdashah, that it was not sanctified. Basically, two approaches within the uh, Tanner of Yehuda. Semicolon. Amar Ula, I circled Ula, Mishmei de Bar Pada, and put a diamond around Bar Pada. Now, Bar Pada is coming here, as the Rashi says in the third line, to disagree with Rav, that's who we started today's shear with, and agree with who we had the second half of the last shear, uh, Rabbi Yochanan. Amar Ula Mishmei de Bar Pada, Oimer Hay Rabbi Meir, I underline Rabbi Meir, Hektish, Kolin, Bemezid, Mitzchalel, if uh, hektish was misused on purpose, there would be it would uh, uh, make it chol. Uh, if it was an uh, accident, ain mischalel. Veloi amru. They didn't say that shoygig would be mischalel. Elalainian karban bilvad. I dot underline the term karban, um, which the Raj does a kolaymar that the concept of um, it being mitzchalel. Um, is only for that you'd have to bring a korban me'il, the person who did it. But the money itself is still going to be hektish. It's just the person who did something improper with it would have to bring a korban me'il. So the Gemara says, well, one second. If you're telling me that the uh, hektish money did not become profaned in mitchalel, then why in the world would a carbon be brought? The carbon is brought because somebody violated me'ila. But if there's no me'ila violation, why would the carbon be brought? Carbon am I mechayev? Question mark. Ella, we have to have another uh, tradition that came from uh, Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, Kiyasa Ravin, I circled Ravin's name, when Ravin came to Eretz Yisrael, Parish Mishmei, he explained the name of Barpada, and again we put a diamond around Barpada. This is the way to understand Barpada. Oimer Hayer Rebbeir, we end on Rebbeir, Hektish, Kolon, Bemezid, Mishalal, Beshoyig, Ein Mishalal, that's the same, but the explanation is going to be slightly different. The Loi Amru, they didn't say that Beshoyig, if it was done accidentally, it would be Mishalal, El Inyan Achila, Bilvad. I dot underline the term Achila, not for uh, Kerbam, rather for Achila. Like if somebody eats a Hektish, uh, let's say, loaf of bread, um, there the Hektish would. Um, obviously it's not there anymore, so the hektish is finished. And so too, if you use, let's say, um, oil of hektish, in other words, any type of hana where the item that's being used is being used up, is being destroyed. But um, just like taking the money from hektish, there's no mi'ila because it's still hektish's money. That is the bar pada approach. Amrav Nachman, Amravada Barava, uh, two points. We'll call one an A point and one a B point. A, the halachas like Rabbi Meir when it comes to 
Meiser, underline Meiser, and Meiser Shani is considered Mamun Gavoa. True, the farmer, whoever has the produce, takes the Meiser Shani, but it's really Hashem's uh, money that has been entrusted to that person. And if we're going to say the Lachs like Rameir and Meis, that would mean whether it's Beshegik, whether it's Amazid, it would not be a good Kiddushin. Since we have a Stam Mishnah uh, that goes like that, which we'll see shortly, and B, the Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to Hektish, underlined Hektish, and Rabbi Yehuda was the one in the realm of Hektish that Beshegik, it would be a Kiddushin, but Amazid, it wouldn't. And again, says um, Rabbi Nachman, since there's another Mishnah, a Stam Mishnah that's taught like that. Now the Gemara goes over these two points. Colon. Kirby Mayor Bemaiser, I squiggle underlined, and I put a big A in the margin and circled it. And about ten lines later, first word on the line is Mamain. I put a big B in the margin and circled it, and at the end of that line there it's Kirby Yehuda Behektish. So let's see these two points. So the first one is that when it comes to Meiser, uh, we go like Rebbe Meir because we have a Stam Mishnah. So, Rebbe Meir, Meiser, Maihi. What's that Mishnah? Well, Ditznan. We have a quote of a Mishnah here in Meiser Shani. A quote goes for three lines plus two words. And we know in general, whenever we have a uh, base Hill opinion, that's uh, basically the equivalent of a Stam Mishnah. When you have, says uh, the Mishnah, Kerem Ravai, uh, the first three years, um, we know the fruit is uh, forbidden whatever fruit grows on fruit trees, the uh, vineyard during the fourth year, what's the status of fourth year uh, grapes, uh, meaning fourth, four years since the vine had been planted, the fourth year, Beishamai, who we boxed, Aymrim, they say, Ein ve'ein biur. Normally, when the owner themselves wants to not schlep all their Meister Shani up to Yushalayim, but rather redeem it onto um, money, they have to add a chaymesh, add a fifth. Um, for kerem revai, there is no fifth added. Even the owner of that vineyard uh, would just uh, redeem it at face value. Ve'en loy bior. Also, there's a concept that meiser uh, sheni usually is um, at the end of the third year of the Shemitah cycle, and at the sixth year, it has to be all destroyed if it hasn't been brought up to Yerushalayim. Um, not for Karen Revai, there's no uh, expiration date on that. Kama, Ubeis Hillel, who we boxed Aimim, Yeshloi, that no. Um, we'll see shortly that there is. There is a Chomash added, and there is Bior. Another Machlokas between Beisham and Beis Hillel continues the Tanaic source. Beishamai, who I boxed Aimim, Yeshloi, Peret, Yeshloi, Ayolais. Uh, just like normal grapes, let's say seventh, eighth, ninth year grapes, there's parrot and as parrot is the like the leket equivalent when you're talking about grapes, which is uh, like little grape, uh, little ball, little grapes, like grapes themselves, individual grapes that might have fallen off. That usually the ani gets uh, ololos would be the undeveloped or underdeveloped uh, grape clusters. Beis Shammai says you have parrot and karen revai, whereas Beis Hillel, who we box Naimim, kuloi legas. Um, all of it has to go, even the paradinoidalois, those not, the Ani doesn't get that, rather all is considered Mamun Gavoa, just like Meiser Shani, and uh, it all has to be, uh, it's, none of it is goes to the uh, poor people. It's all um, basically uh, holy for Hashem to be taken to Yerushalayim. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Asks the Gemara, my time at the Beis Hillel, 
Why is Basil saying that by Karim Ravai? And here's where it connects to us. We were discussing um, Meiser. So Gemiri, he learns in Zereshava, Kodesh, Kodesh, those two words are connected from Meiser. Oh, so what do we know by Meiser? Colin La Meiser, Meiser Shani, Yeshle Chaimish, the Yeshle Bior. There is, um, if Meiser Shani is redeemed by the rightful owner of it, he has to add a fifth to the value, and also there is a Shas beer, Af Karen Ravai, so too when it comes to fourth year uh, produce, Yeshli Chaymesh, of, of the vine, of the fourth year growth, there's Chaymesh, if he redeems it himself, Yeshli beer. Okay, Ube Shamai, Logamiri, the Beishamai simply don't have that Xerashav as a tradition, they don't learn the Kodesh Kodesh Xerashava from Meiser. Now, here's the point that we're looking for. Ube Silvaimrim Ke Meiser. Um, that was something that we had said um, up above, that is just like Meiser. Now, who is Beis Hill going like there? Keman Sfira Luhu, who would the Beis Hillels be going like? Question mark. Well, Ikarebi Yehuda, why would then the Beis Hillels say Kuloi Legas, right? Uh, that all is Legas because it's apparently it's uh, like uh, holy Hashem type produce. Well, Hamar, Meiser, Mamun Hedidhu. They were the ones who said it was Mamun Hedid. So why would it all go Lagas? Why wouldn't the Aniyim be able to get their parrot in Olos? Rather, it must be. And this is where we see Alalav Kirabi Meir. So that is a Stam Mishnah, which is taught at least the Basil approach like Rebbe Meir. Kama. Kirabi Yehuda Behektish. We have a B in the margin. I squiggle on the line Kirabi Yehuda Behektish. And uh, that is what we were told up on uh, about 15 lines ago. The Bayer of Nachman that we go in the realm of Hektish like Rabbi Yehuda, and what did Rabbi Yehuda say by Hektish? He said if uh, it's it's uh, used by somebody, misused by somebody, b'shoigig, uh, let's say to be Makadish woman, it would work, but b'meizid it wouldn't. My he. So what is it when it comes to uh, Hektish that we say we go like Rabbi Yehuda? Where where do we see that? Well. Ditznan. Here's a mission in Masachas Meila. Goes for a line and a half and starts here. Um, let's say you have the temple treasurer. Um, he's in charge of funds in the temple, and he's Shilach Biyad Pikeach. He he sends um, some of that money to buy something um, via who who's the person who he gave the money to to spend it? A Pikeach, like an adult Jewish male, is all there. Veniskar ad shalehigia, and uh, actually, both the gizbar and the shaliach remember. So now, this is uh, um, what they're doing is bemazed uh, before he gets to the chenvani, who's the uh, shop owner, who's going to buy something from. Then, who is the party that's considered uh, responsible for this hectic money being spent on? You know, I don't know a pack of chocolate bars. The Chenvani Mal When the Chenvani actually then spends the money, who the Chenvani didn't know about it, so he's the one, he's the first one who's going to be Beshoigig in the whole scenario. That's when he would uh, violate the Me'ila Isser. Now, that's the end of the snake source. We didn't see anyone's name there. And uh, that would be, uh, though, Rebbe Yehuda's opinion when it comes to Hektish. He's the one who said that, listen, Bemezid, um, it wouldn't be Kiddush, but Beshoigig, it would. Ask the Gemara now. Ukarebi Yehuda b'Meiser mi lo Uh One second. We said we go like Rebbe Meir 
in Meiser because there's a Mishnah that teaches like him. Well, what? We don't have a Mishnah that teaches like Rabbi Yehuda in Meiser, uh, essentially, that Mezid it is Kidesh. Vehatsnan. I put a triangle around this um, Vehatsnan. And about seven lines later, first terminal line is Tashma. I put a triangle around that. And about six lines later, in the middle of the line is another Tashma. I put a triangle around that. So again, we're going to have a series of Tanaic sources. Um, basically, the question is, Rabbi Yehuda, we don't have a, a Mishnah that teaches uh, like Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, only like Rabbi Meir. Well, what about this? That's not. Here's a two-line quote from a Mishnah in Meiser Shani. It says, Hapoda Meiser Shani Shalot. Let's say you have Meiser Shani that grew, and you're redeeming your own Meiser Shani. So you have to add a fifth. So if it's like $100, you have to add, uh, make it a total of 125 uh, fifth mila uh, bar. That's comma. Interesting here. Let's keep reading. Whether it's your own Meiser Shani, and here's the part that we want to focus on. Let's not underline these last four words in the Brisa. Or whether it was given to you as a gift. That sounds like uh, Meister Shane, you have the ability to um, give it to somebody else. Now, the Havamina is that, well, like it sounds like, there's somebody else who has the Meister Shaney, and it says that he would also, this other person, because it's considered his, would have to add a fifth. Now, why would that be? Who would be the author of such an opinion? Says the Gemara, money, question mark, comma. Elam, if you want to say it's Rebbe Mayer, well, Rameer said you, you can't give your Meister Shani to somebody else. You can't give it as a gift. Question mark, comma, v'ha'amar, Meister, it's not yours to give. It's Hashem's. I mean, you might be able to bring it to Yerushalayim and eat it there because Hashem says you can, but it's Hashem's. You can't give it to somebody else if it's not yours. Elalav, who would be the only Tana who could be the author of that? Elav Rabbi Yehuda. What do we see then? Sounds like Rabbi Yehuda um, would say that uh, Meister... Uh, you could be Makadish woman with it if you uh, misuse it. Um, so the Gemara answers no. Lo, comma. Really, that's an egg source is the Olam Rabbi Meir. So then, how did some other person get it? And it was Meiser that wasn't his? Well, it wasn't given to him as Meiser, like we had uh, suggested. Rather, it was a person who grew some produce and before he had taken any. Uh, Trumas or Meisers from it, gave it to somebody else. Now that somebody else will have the Meiser Shani, but that's how we got it. Vikasavar, and uh, this approaches of the opinion that when you give untithed produce, even though there's theoretically or potential, there's Matanus for the Kohen, for the Levi, uh, in this case, maybe for the Meiser Shani. However, this opinion holds Matnoi Shaloi Hormu if the uh, gift was not. The truma of the Meiser was not yet taken. If they weren't actually physically separated, then it's as though it had not been separated, and there would not be an Isser uh, involved over there. Well, Tashma, another triangle, another Tanakh source. It goes uh, two lines. Hapoda Neta Ravai Shaloi. Now, we had seen up above that Neta Ravai, fourth year produce, is learned from Meiser, Kama, Moisivalav, you'd have to add, Chamishisaya fifth, Bain Mishaloi, uh, whether it was his own stuff, that's fine, Bain Shinitanoi, but Matana, or even it was given to him as a Matana. Okay, now that's similar, we're gonna have the same issue because if it was given as a Matana, but I thought that wasn't allowed. So, money, asks the Gemara, question mark, comma, who would be the 
Author of the snake opinion. If it's Rabbi Meir, according to Rabbi Meir, you can't give. It's not yours to give. It's Hashem's. Vehagamri, he learns Xereshava, Kodesh Kodesh Mimaiser. El Alav, once again, should we not say that this Tanaic source we just finished a line ago is Rebbe Yehuda? Gemara says, nope, La'olam Rebbe Meir. Okay, comma, how are you going to explain this though? Vahachamaskin, what is the case over here that the Netta Revai can be from somebody else, not this person's own field? Well, Kikoin di Yohiv Kishahu. Smadar. It was given to him when it wasn't fully developed grapes. Rather, it was when the grapes only started to grow. Smadar is an early stage of grapes. The the little um, flower falls off. The grapes start to grow, but they're they're very small. And the um, pasuk says, "Quote Venosan es hakesef vekamloi." The money is paid, and that's when it's established. Amarachmana el alav, Rebbe Yehuda. So it can't be Rebbe. Mayor, um, it can't be Rebbe Mayor. Loyalim Rebbe Mayor. Love Rebbe Yehuda. Loyalim Rebbe Mayor. Bacham Askin. Going to Yoyv Kishu Smadar. Sorry, Ve Delok Rebbe Yosi Damar Smadar. Asmi Meishu Peri. I skipped a few lines over there. Back to the line that starts Kishu Smadar. Udelo Kerebiosi. It's not like Rebiosi says Smadar is Aser because it's a pre. Rather, we're going like the opinion that at the early stage of grape development, it's not considered yet a pre. So Tashma, another snake source, another triangle. Again, it's going to be um, a bit of a question because it seems like we'll have a snake source that's like Rabbi Yehuda. So Tashma, this snake source goes for almost three lines. Mashach heimenu meiser besela. Let's say somebody did a, a mashicha. Let's say you have two people here, Bob and Carl, and Bob uh, did a mashicha. He he took. To, towards himself, he actually physically moved the miser from his friend when it was worth that much mice. Let's say a pound of mice was worth a cello, it was worth a dollar. Lifdaisai usually means redeem it, but bottom line, he wasn't uh, able to pay for it right away. And when he did pay for it, it was worth two dollars. So, how much does he have to pay to redeem it? Only one dollar. No, you're saying cello, and he's kind of the miser, because essentially the moment he did the Mashiach on it, he acquired it, and uh, it was worth a dollar then, so he pays a dollar. We don't say it stays in the possession of the original owner until it's paid for. Rather, he'll pay whatever was worth at the time he did the Mashiach. Um So again, let's see the snake source. Mashachimenu, Meiser Besela. Veloi Hispik say, and the one who purchased it wasn't able to pay until it actually went up in value. Adshamad Beshtaim until it was worth double. Noisein Sela, he gives the one Sela. Umistaker Besela, and he basically profits because he's now paid one Sela for something that's worth two Selas. Umaiser Shani Shaloi. And the Meiser Shani is his. Okay, that's the end of the snake source. Now, money. Who would be the author of such an opinion? Elema Rebbe Meir Ha'amar. Why would it be? Am I? Mistaker Besela. How could it possibly be that the one who purchased it would get something worth double? In other words, it was, he paid one sell, he's got something now that's worth two sell. The Pasuk says, Venusen es hakesef, loy, that money is paid, and when the money is paid, that's when it establishes the transaction. Amarachmana. El Alav, if it's not Rebbe Meir, it must be Rebbe Yehuda. Once again, we seem to have a Stam Mishnah like Rebbe Yehuda.
hmm, and actually the Gemara agrees that this must be Rabbi Yehuda. Loilam Rabbi Yehuda, the Hacha, we have one Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Yehuda, the Hacha, and I wrote above that Hacha, Rabbi Meir, Trey Stami. So we've seen two times the Stam Mishnah uh, from Rabbi Meir. It's actually like a repeat Mishnah that Rabbi Meir taught. We have uh, one time it appears in Meiser Shani, and the other time it appears in Meseches Edios. But uh, there's more. It appears twice, that same Mishnah, as opposed to the Rabbi Yudah, which only appears once. The Gemara says, one second. Once you have a Stam Mishnah, Stam Mishnah is given great significance, regardless of how many times it might appear in the Mishnayas. The E, Stama, Dafka, if that's the reason why Rabbi Yudah made the, uh, an issue, whatever the issue is, as a Stam Mishnah, Mali Chad Stama, Mali Trei Stami. What difference does it make if it's once or twice? It was taught as a Stam Mishnah to show that that's the way we go. And with this, we'll conclude. Amram Hachem Bar Yitzchak. Well, that's usually true. However, the halachs like Rabbi Meir, because there's that one Masechta, which is the choicest of Masechta, it's actually the one that doesn't really have a topic. It's because it was all compiled together. Uh, it's Masechas Edios. Hoel Utsnan, since it was taught Bebechirta. Bechirta is, is the word like the choices, but it's another uh, name for the uh, Edios Masechta. Kava says, so since. In Edios, the Mishnah that is taught is taught like Rabbi uh, Meir. That is why the halacha is like Rabbi Meir. Adkan.